You are listening to Primal Radio, the podcast dedicated to combat sports, martial arts, self-defense, and the warrior mindset. And here are your hosts from Hamilton, New Jersey, Jim McCann, and London, England, Tom McGrath. Primal Radio, December 27th, 2017, the final episode of this year. We got a lot going on. Alana, Tom, how are you guys doing? Splendidly. Great. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. How was Christmas in the UK, Tom? Was it a, was it a white Christmas? Was it snow? Uh, it was not. No, we had we had snow a few weeks ago, and it did snow this morning. Um, but kind of just windy snow that didn't settle. Yeah, nothing. That's nothing what we normally get in this country. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Just kind of like relatively quiet family thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is yeah good, for me, right? Christmas is for the kids, and I've got no kids, so this is, no the magic kids. is slightly the lost on me. Do you wear a paper hat? Uh, I don't think I did this year. Really? I think I just put it. I think I put it to the side like a Scrooge would do. Oh my! Why would you wear a paper hat? That's because you have like. Do you have a Christmas cracker, right? A Christmas you know cracker. Yeah, you know, you you know, you you uh, there you pull them and they make a noise, but not as loud as you might think. Yeah, especially in the US. And there's a joke and like a really like, shit toy. Yeah, it's like Cracker and, Jacks, except and no, hat. I've never yeah. I've never heard of. I'll it. get you some. There's some terrible knockoffs in. in wow. I thought yeah, that was and, international, not like a British thing. No, it's totally a British thing, and you pull it, and and then really? you get like like a something that you would never want, and then the hat and the paper crown that you have to wear. Yeah, except yeah, for, cool. Except for Tom. Yeah. Wow, I've never heard of this shit. But anyway, say <laughs> so here you are listening to Primal Radio. Now you can hear us, guys, every week on Hamilton Radio on Saturday nights, nine p.m. New York time, nine p.m. London Time, you can hear us on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Sonos, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Amazon Alexa. So I think that's 100% official. I haven't gone to check, so I could be making so, it. So we're not, on, we're not on iTunes yet because I had a look, but apparently that's coming. It's coming. And I look, yeah. You'll be interested to know uh, when you look at it on YouTube. So I've subscribed. You can follow us. You can like us. But when you listen to it on YouTube, it's actually you get the video as well. So you can see yeah. you guys in the studio. So if you do anything silly in the studio, people will pick up on that. Ah, so, we you know, do anything silly in there. In there in behave the... yourself. Behave yourself, yeah. <laughs> Don't but wear it... your kilt to work. Yeah, yeah. Why are we hearing music in the background? Yeah, I assumed it was I assumed it was Jim, so I looked at him accusingly just now, but then he yeah. looked at me with this rare, innocent... Right, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like, me and my yeah, soundboard. I know. I was like, really? Are you hearing music, Tom? No, it's not in England. No, no, must be, must be over there. Christmas carols, maybe. Uh, who knows? We're listening. We're listening to the other station. The other station's peeking through the station. But anyway, um, what I want to do is kind of, and we kind of slowly touch on, is kind of go through our guests, what we did this year, where we're going, and all the other kind of good stuff. But before I do that, I need to promote January twentieth, uh, Primal Fight Night, uh, in association with the WBF and NFF Promotions. We're having our a big fight at Primal Gym starting uh, at 6 p.m. We have Scrappy. He'll be fighting for a 141-pound world title. And we're also having the co-main event, Evan Holyfield, fighting Nazir Parker. be about 15, 16 fights on the card, a bunch of celebrity guests. A lot of good action. So if you're in the Hamilton, New Jersey area, please uh, come out and check out the fights. You can buy tickets um, at the door. You can buy them ahead of time. Just get a hold of us at the radio station. And uh, we have a couple sponsors that we want to thank is Hope Springs Behavioral Health and Guided Benefits 
and a few other ones. As a matter of fact, speaking of sponsors, I got contacted today by a sponsor who um, has Hemp 2.0. You ever hear of this? You know what this is? No, no. Fill me in. Hemp 2.0 is, I guess, hemp in water. I don't know. It's like bong water. Something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bob Marley styles. Yeah, right. So it's. I guess it's a product. Now, hemp's in everything now in the U.S. I don't know if it's that same way in the U.K. But like many of ah. my, my clients are in that <laughs> in that business um, trying to, uh, I don't know, profit on it. It but should it, stay in Amsterdam. They know exactly how they to know do exactly it really well. Do. I've never been there. but uh, So we'll see what happens with that. I've never heard of this product, and we'll see where it kind of flies. But I imagine it has healing properties or some nonsense like that. You but. can see really well. You can yeah, see. Well. And, and, you, and you don't throw up because that's right. the thing. Is that it's an anonymity. You ever been to Amsterdam, Tom? Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to – I was gonna. <laughs> that, that was years ago. We did like a football tournament. It was yeah. like – we did 12 aside. It's supposed to be like normally 11 aside, but it was with like a, lo- a load of old men I used to play football with on a Monday night. Yeah. We went over there and played a, a team of uh, lumberjacks. From Holland, and uh, <laughs> they had like a few days out on the town. There's no some kidding. pretty wild stories from that, but oh, they're yeah, not I can only it. imagine. Yeah. It, 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 all PG stories, I'm sure. Would never, oh, you can never play. There. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, let me let me just say that, like you know, those uh, those like studious times maintaining fluency in Italy. The, the last, the, there were usually two weeks at the end that that didn't show that were dedicated to just being in Amsterdam for two weeks. Right, what right, you, right. What? And you, it doesn't make you a better fighter, that, that hemp stuff, but it does make you more zen. So <laughs> maybe just done something. Nah, a, life, a lifetime ago. but uh, <laughs> No more. No more right. lifetime ago. Yeah, when I was young, like 18 or something like that, I smoked a bunch of weed. It was all dirt weed you grew in the backyard or out in the woods. And uh, it's not like, I guess, what you can get today and all this, you know, engineer stuff. Mine was in a, in a cornfield, you know, and... And it would kill you when we're smoking it. Yeah, so, but I didn't like it. I was fighting, so it was tough to – yeah, I had to make a decision. So I'm in Trenton, and I'm boxing guys much bigger and badder than me just trying to to learn. And it's a little tough, uh, you know, when you have smoke in your lungs and a guy's beating your brains out. Did I want to be high more or did I want to fight more? And at that time – I wanted to fight more, so I gave this this stuff up. So it just wasn't possible to do both. At the same time, it was counterintuitive, I think, is the, is the word. So, um, but anyway. Yeah, my, my experiences was it never brought the best out of me. You know? <laughs> no. so some people, it makes you more sociable and right. more blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, it just put me into my shell, really, which is not, not the best. Would you sleep? Lo- Giggle, go uh, sleep. No, 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 no. The exact the opposite. <laughs> oh, you got crazy? Were you the paranoid guy in the corner? Uh, like the, you know, like where you close your eyes and like the room's spinning around yeah, yeah. you <laughs> you were the paranoid guy in the corner right yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah I'm look sorry. look out the window oh look still nobody out there <laughs> actually the last time i'll give you a funny one because yeah. it's, it's the last last time we did any of that right so we we were in me and me and uh doc watson did this trip down to romania because his wife's romanian so we went down and they've got a farm down there and uh the last night the the, the brothers her brothers built a big bonfire yeah and we like drank a load of beers. Then we ran out of beers. We drank all this homemade wine that they had, and then Watson had like a bit of uh, a bit of weed, and um, 
smoked a tiny bit of that. Now I I, I hardly touched it. It was like you know it was the right level for me. And then with him, he he ended up going upstairs, and he was uh, uh, sick in his suitcase, and then he had to travel (laughs) home the next day. So he spent the morning clearing out his suitcase ready to go home. Funny. Anyway, good yeah, times. Good, good times. times. I'm sure he's glad you shared this, you know, throughout the world. Everyone knows him. He vomited in his own uh, yeah. thing. So when we started the show a couple months ago, he's got to roll here. Um, you know, we didn't know where it was going to go. I want to kind of review how it started and where we're at today. You know, are you happy with it? So here, so here's a, we. I had a show a number of years ago on Hamilton Radio. I, I've had a couple of co-hosts. Um, and uh, anyway, the show went away for whatever reason. It was doing real well. Had a lot of good guests. I enjoyed doing the show. I did a podcast for about a week, um, which I really wasn't that into. But then I had run into uh, Gene, um, who uh, is the owner of Hamilton Radio and the engineer and uh, the brainchild behind this operation. And uh, we kind of had a talk. And I and then I said, you know, I would kind of like to do this show again. And I was actually thinking about this prior to that. You know, just in in the many random thoughts I have throughout the day. And I said, and I actually thought, you know, this is a good idea. And be, and believe it or not, I actually thought that Tom McGrath would be a good co-host. I, I thought. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely on the head. Yeah, right. right. And, and this is without being, you know, uh, you know no mind altering drugs. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and not after 10 pints or something. Completely sober mind. I said, I bet this would be good. And um, so then Gene and I said, I said, yes, I I definitely want to do it. Let me kind of wrap up a few things and kind of put it uh, where I need it to be. And then did I call, did I email you, Tom? Did I Facebook? I forget how I did. But then I I think it was Tinder. It was (laughs) Tinder. What's the other one? (laughs) Grinder. (laughs) I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. (laughs) You got in touch with me. I got in touch with you overseas. I reached out and touched you, and I said, Tom, (laughs) and I said, did you want to, I think I just didn't play, did you want to do a radio show with me? Is that what I asked? Did you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said on the the show the other week, in my head, everything was saying no, say no, say no. But I've trained myself whenever you're feeling to say no, 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 say yes. And and actually, it's been a great thing for me. Right. So, So I was very glad you asked. So right, and it's, it's, as we touched on a couple of weeks ago with Hawk, when Hawk originally said, "Hey Jim, do you, did you think about doing DVDs?" You know, and you have to step outside yourself and go, "Am I good enough? Can I really do this? Do I really want this?" You know, because the spotlight's on you, and the whole world—well, at least in our mind—the whole world will know that you're kind of screwing up or whatever. So I don't remember. Did you say yes right away, or did you have, or did did, with, did you leave it and kind of get back to me? I don't recall, to be brutally honest. I, I mean, I do like to play hard to get. <laughs> yeah, sure you do. I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I might have said like, "Let me sleep on it." I don't know, but I, th- I think You're a little coy. I think I said, "I think I just said yes." You know, yeah, yeah. It, I'm glad I did. Yeah, right. And it's it's been it's been fun. It's it's been great. It's been great. And and you know what? There's people like really showing an interest in it now. Like uh, Dita would like to be on the show more right. regularly. Sure. You know, Doc Watson would like to be on more regularly. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, you know, it, 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 things just naturally grow. It's like like that, you know, book it and they'll come or whatever they they, right. they say. Right. What's that famous film Field with Kevin Costner where he's like Field of builds Dreams. a baseball stadium and that's a great yeah. film. Yeah. So right. Yeah. So and it, it turns out like we had no real agenda. Oh, let me go back. And so how uh, how the Alana ended up on the show is she um, was she, 
I did, yeah, she was training with me, and I guess in a conversation at the end of it, something like that, I said, hey, I'm going to do a radio show now. I don't remember having a conversation prior to that, and then, and then I said, look, you're, you're certainly more than welcome to come and hang out, and then... Uh, and so I said, "Oh yeah, I'll come watch." You know, and, you know. I'll, then I just shoved I'll, her on there. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just and, and I get that she doesn't have the the martial arts or that she doesn't know all the people that we know. But I think it adds a, a great dynamic to uh, you know having to, someone with a brain on the show. Someone yeah. with a brain. I've been studying very hard. She I have word documents. <laughs> she like yeah. she, she's yeah. actually more prepared for the show than me, but. <laughs> Yeah, but unlike us, Alana's got a face for TV. We've got a face for radio. So oh, we <laughs> that's <do>. another. <laughs> yeah, she's very attractive. Brings lady. the glamour. That's right. Glamour that's, and the brains. That's right. That's right. So then we're here, and then all of a sudden, it's kind of taken on a little bit of a life of its own. It's gotten interest. We've had a bunch of our friends on there. There's a bunch of people that we're going to get to interview next year to get bigger and badder. We'll we'll, we'll spend more time doing that because I didn't know really where it was going to go after the first couple of months, but I enjoyed it. And every time I listen to the show. Um, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the interviews. People yeah. are engaging, and it's interesting. And and I believe that, now, uh, Alana had spoken to one person, and she had passed an email on. Yeah, a friend the, of mine. Uh, his name is Manny. He uh, yeah, he he was a boxer for a while, and he always has an interest. We always talk. I remember he was saying, "Oh, you know, part of me just wishes that Conor McGregor would just would just." win because you know that floyd mayweather you know so we'll, right. we'll have conversations <laughs> yeah. you know he's really good with the dog that walk you know in any case i i gave him the links and and he was he at first he was like well the, it's very informative about boxing you know and he was really nice because he's a really nice guy um and uh i i said oh thank you you know and I, so i gave him some more links as things got better and better i think um, and he came back with substantive emails like, oh, man, okay, so I have my top three, but there's a fourth, you know, thing that I like best about that one. And, you know, you guys are fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was really happy about it. Really We've had, like, a few little bits of fan mail here and there. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, I, 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 I don't know if it's worth reading out the whole thing or anything. No, Probably no. not, but it's, it's uh, it, you know, it's, it, it's great. And if anyone wants to send anything in, ideally positive. But, you know, if, if you've got some <laughs> constructive criticism, <laughs> throw it out there. I, I think I might create, like, a Facebook thing as well so, like, people can, you know, we we can set up the odd poll or uh, you know ask a question get get some get some get some questions from from the listeners make it a bit more interactive. Uh, yeah, we well back on the old show I would take phone calls and one of the and we're not live right now so it'd be more difficult to do that. When I was live on Saturday night at nine nine o'clock we would take phone calls depending on the guests. Of course, people would have there'd be people who knew them who would call up, and often it was hard to understand them. And and their questions were completely irrelevant and just yeah and, <laughs> yeah. and they started to annoy me. We had I forget who we had on the show. Maybe it was Dan Severn or something like that. And some guy called up rattling all kinds of shit about these worldwide worldwide conspiracy theories. You know, and it was just nonsensical. And so I just <laughs> I just said boom. And there will be times I kid you not that that phone was lit up. It was just call after call after call. And I Did just you get any funny prank calls like you know IP freely or something like yeah, that? They just, they just weren't that creative. They were kind of they were just. I wish they were that creative, like you know. But that they, would be amusing, right? But they yeah, no. they just weren't. So I gotta you know I just kind of shied away from. It. And I thought the interview with the person that we were interviewing should be more interesting. What I what yeah. what I find interesting about our show and like I said, it's kind of organic. We didn't really prepare for it, so to speak. Our very first show on the air was. Um, 
you know, what, how the hell do we want to do the show? And, yeah, and, yeah. And, which it's I basically, was... and, and the one key theme was like comparing England to America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know how interesting that is for the viewers, but it, it was, it was uh, funny. Yeah, it was funny. funny. As shit. And, and then when we're interviewing people, it's more than just, okay, about their Kung Fu or whatever. It's just kind of about them and what's going on and some of our old war stories and whatever. And I, I, I found it entertaining. So I'm pretty happy with where it's going. On, yeah. on a personal, and, and you, uh, you guys feel the same way, or you go gone, Alana. Yeah, ladies oh, I first. Just said you go... okay, yeah, we know you go right, first. No, no, no. He was a gentleman. I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't deny that. All right, so um, yeah, I uh, I try I try to have at least a you know one and a half glasses of probably something you know something French in the wine side of things before I listen to it because I'm like no no that date was absolutely you know about <laughs> myself I'm like no no that, that wasn't about Milton at all that's incorrect you know but I really enjoy listening to you guys so I mean I cringe inwardly at myself which you wouldn't know because I talk on and on and on <laughs> I just have difficulty <laughs> you are up. you are the master of the long question I'm loquacious what <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no definitely definitely very happy how about you Tom um, See, that was a fast so, question. Uh, I mean, for, for me, uh, yeah, I'm, be- I'm very happy where, where it's going. I like whatever I do to sort of be, um, I guess, the best it can be. And that, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean world domination. But, um, you know, I try to do a bit of preparation. I've tried to get good guests on the show. And, and, and I think there's, there's, you know, there's things we can do to make this bigger and better. And I, I think the more... The more people, the more you make it available, you know, the new platforms right. that it's going on, and 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 you, you'll tend to find people will join it and stick with it. I think because it's good. It is, yeah. That's, that's been the feedback that, that I've got. So, I mean, so are you like, are you surprised at the positive feedback? I haven't gotten any any negative feedback. If I have, you know, I, I, no one has said anything to me, and I I really probably don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I funny that. And, well, funny. Why would you tell Jim that his show sucks? <laughs> You know, yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll come as we grow. There's always the old oh, internet there's always, trolls, the, there's always the haters, <laughs> the people know? that sit behind their computer and right, say, "You guys kid. know nothing about fighting," and they're like, "Right, right. You know, yeah. three hundred pounds." <laughs> and at some level, you just can't really give a shit. So yeah. you know, no, I have to yeah. say, actually, it's really um, for me. I, I had this disconnect between actually learning and you know reading, reading uh, assigned reading lists and. You know the Dao the Jeet Kune Do, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and and working, uh, you're training as much as I could possibly, um, I could possibly find the time to train, which is never enough. Never. Um, enough. But there was what, always what a training. Do you do, Alana? Sorry to interrupt. What training do okay. you do with Jim? Um, well, I'm interested. Well, the first time I, I went in, um, he, you know, he he gave me like the kind of like the overall like you know and these jump squats and thrusts and you know, whatever. Okay, and that was nice. But I knew, I knew that he was holding back. Like I was like, look, I, I, I really, I, I, I wanted to do Muay Thai. I wanted to do something striking with Muay Thai because sure. I found uh, Taekwondo to be a little um, clinical for yeah. me, um, and I wanted something that would that would be a little all encompassing. And I wanted Jeet Kune Do actually, but I was like, but you can't find that. So, and then you can't find Muay Thai either. In fact, so I finally, like, on the third session with Jim, I said, Jim, you know, I, I know you can do this. Could you teach me? Just, just teach me whatever, and so yeah. you know, and, and then you can see it over my calendar when I'm keeping track. You know, you know, we train like twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. It's like a drug, and then okay. and then suddenly yeah. it's like, okay, good, now I'm gonna good. slip into the classes too, and you know, do that for four hours, and it just kind of it just kind of blends in like that. So just and had you done any training before? Um, 
No, I hadn't. I'd always wanted to. It's kind of, it's kind of like a lot like Lack Loy. You know how he said just suddenly, like he was just like, I need to do this. Well, I'd yeah. known I needed to do it for for some reason for several years, and it's not because I watched all of these you know movies or anything like that. I, I'd seen The Crow, but um, it was because it I, cool film. you know, I loved it, yeah. <laughs> and the soundtrack's good too. But you know, I I just I really wanted it, and I looked through systematically martial arts that that were available for training centers, and you know, it's hard to find some somebody you know who actually knows what they're doing. Um, yeah. you know, that's not like a cardio, like kickbox booty thing, which is really not, I'm, I'm like, no, like I, I want, I want something real. And so you can't get much more real than Jim. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I uh, my one regret of that Christmas party we had for JKD London the other day was yeah. that, um, there's this, there's this guy, a, a guy in our group who teaches one of these box fit classes. Now, he's like he's like a white belt sort of thing he's not done any he's not got any qualifications yeah. to my mind to do that and anyway i kind of called it when i was drunk i called <laughs> him out <laughs> and i felt i felt it was the one thing where I, I like the next day i was like oh i wish i hadn't i wish i hadn't said that and he was just saying look it's just fitness but i'm like it, it, no. I, I don't know it's, it, it's it's something i care about so much and it's like you, you some of those people will think because you taught them jab cross hook or something like that that they actually might stand a chance in a street fight yeah. no you will not yeah, no, and, and i want him to, to you so, know so you're sitting there this is great so you're sitting yeah. there with a, a couple of planes in you or whatever i said he's like yeah god and it was irking you it's like it was talking i need to say something to this guy and then you and did you say right to his face you go listen I, what you do it's never it's never like that you, you yeah. what you're saying is like i'm i i have calculated thoughts about <laughs> doing that thing <laughs> It's like, no. you know, like when you watch The Simpsons and Homer's like, shall I say this? And then he realizes he's already said it. I'm that guy. My head's like saying, don't say this, don't say this. And then my mouth just comes out with it. So that's why I should be good for a chat show. Did part of you want him to be like, let's go outside? You know, let's go outside. Show me, take off your gloves. Let's do this. Yeah, you like my box kick or whatever they're called. Yeah, I mean, whatever. No, I just, I, I just felt bad about it. Next, I can't even remember what he said back aside from him saying, "Look, it's just fitness." Right. No, that's upsetting. I mean, I just have to say because for me, like everyone assumes it's funny because they're like, there are two responses. One is, well, three. One is, oh, that's good for fitness. And I'm like, yeah, but I can get, I can, I can do fitness other ways. Like I don't need you could to do crossfit or something right, like that. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. you know, anything. And then, and then second, um, oh, it's good for self-defense. It's like, well, I don't even think of it in terms of defensive or offensive. I, I think of it as skill, art, strategy. That's what, yeah. that's, that's the thing. And um, then the third is, oh, it's good to get anger out. I was like, if I'm angry when I'm sparring, I'm not at my best oh. at all. Like, you know, they just <laughs> don't get it. But they need, they yeah. need to have some, one of those three. Yeah. But, but what they do with a lot of women in general, and a lot of they, you know, think, oh, that's right, to get rid of your stress and stuff, thinking that she's not capable of really learning it. And, and <laughs> women are certainly, and I've had several very good women fighters who are, who are, who are badasses who really pick it up and, and delved into it, and it had nothing to do with fitness or self defense. They just kind of got into it. Is it. Does Lack have? Do you guys have a lot of women in Lack's class? So, so we've got about. We've probably got about five, six, maybe seven at yeah. the moment, which is the most it's ever been. Yep, but the, yep. the class sizes are the biggest they've ever been as well. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll get regularly get like thirty-five people there. That's good. Um, the 
and a few a few of those girls have been with us for for, for years on end. What, what I tend to find is, is the girls are very good at picking up the technique, yeah, and the aggression side that they'll they'll struggle with. Whether the guys will like plow in with the aggression, and you'll be like two years later, you'll be like, guys, you're just still doing this with like right. low quality technique, you know, and. Uh, uh, with, again, I keep coming back to this thing, you know, you've got the martial and the art side, but it's, right. you know, I, I can't give you like a black belt if you don't know the art and have any skill. And equally, if you haven't got the martial warlike brain to go and like be aggressive, I can't give you a black belt either, but you've got, you've got to merge those two things together. Right. There's a healthy dance between the two. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was one of the big kind of realizations, especially in doing the show is that and I, this probably doesn't come out, but I'm always kind of amazed by the um, by the continuity between, you know, like visual artists, you know, right, uh, modern artists, you know, and martial artists. Yeah. And, and no, musicians, no. authors, there's a continuity in all of those arts. And I think that oftentimes people kind of slot it into like UFC or something like that and just want to put it yeah. there. But there's a lot more to it. And that's kind of the... No, nothing beats training, <laughs> but actually all these conversations, you know, reps and training, rep, 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 right. rep, 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 rep it out. But when, when, when you're surrounded by martial arts and you, you, martial arts and, and really top end ones like the likes of Hot Hot Kaim, Jason Cruz, you know, people Jim, who, McCann. Jim McCann, people who live in for martial arts and know their shit. It's like you will pick up a load of stuff from just having these conversations yeah. that, you know. You're you're getting a good apprenticeship here, Alana. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we extra homework, right? Well, we until she, she was sick and uh, um, and she's not 100 percent yet, uh, but we we would spar a lot, pretty much a couple times a week. You know, whether it be MMA, boxing, kickboxing, full contact sparring. You know, and she she's could be dangerous. Uh, you know, and and coming at me. So this one time we're fighting, I don't know, I shot in, picked her up, took her to the ground, right. Um, and for, whatever we were going to find different positions. She's, I have Alana, I, Alana in my guard, right? She sits up. I swear to God. No, no, no. Oh no! Yeah. Is this the ball thing that you're gonna bring? No, in? no. She, uh, she sits up, <laughs> and her right arm comes up, and like this, red eyes come out. No. Fist comes flying straight down, <laughs> right in the balls. I didn't mean to do that. Though. Karate chop to the balls. I'm like, oh. It wasn't a karate chop, it was an elbow, and I didn't intend to do the balls. It was more of like I was going to try to do that thing with the elbows and the inner thighs. It doesn't matter. No, because I'm so green on the ground, and then like three things got all put together, and Uh, then it went all in the wrong place. No doubt. And I was like, oh, my God. It works. That's all that's important. So he took that out of the vault. That was in the vault, and now it's come out. Yeah. trotted right out. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lesson over for (laughs) today. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Oh man, I was like, okay. Thanks. And then we're actually flying knees and elbows. Oh, guys, like, all right, great, gooly, moogly. Yeah, you see, you never tell the good ones, like how I pulled off that flying elbow, that that spinning, you know. No, 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 no. no. You want to talk about the ball? But anyway, but (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. But anyway, but but, hey, so um, so next year, so uh, for you know, next year, uh, for any projects or anything that you have going on. Is there something that you're working on for next year, Tom? For the, well, I, I thought for part of this show, so, so, so we we kind of do a bit of a review of this year and okay. and, and look at next year, and it, it's um, uh, you get those awful TV shows around this time of year, right? That are like you know, but like you end up watching of, they, them, right? The year in review. Yeah, <laughs> they, they roll out a load of like Z-list celebrities, right? Going, oh yeah, this was funny and this was shit, but um, I, I thought that was vaguely worth doing, but I, I was going to talk. 
when it comes to like setting goals and resolutions, which everyone kind of does this time of year, yeah. which is something I'm I'm a big believer in. Uh, you are. There's this guy like Brian Tracy who's written a book on goals. He's like big in the personal yeah. development sure. role and what he world. And he says um, how goals are like sort of a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And he's done some research and they said how a load loads of people like when they when they set goals, they outperform people who don't set goals. Right. And then those who write down goals outperform those that don't write anything down sort of thing so the more just just writing these things down and having them in front of you often means that they'll sort of happen and come, come to life and that, that, yeah. um uh, another guy that i work with he says you should set them in the areas of health wealth love and happiness and then health, he has this wealth, sort of christmas tree formation where you kind yeah. of have post-it notes for so you have something you're going to do this week then you have like three things you're going to do over the next uh, month, two things you're going to do in the next three to six months, and then one thing that you're going to achieve by the end of the year, which is hopefully yeah. something really big. Um, so, so that's something I tried to do, and I've got I've got that kind of up up in my kitchen at home. Yeah, um, I haven't actually got sort of written haven't down accomplished shit, but I wrote year. it down in some my <laughs> fridge. <laughs> um, but but it, it, it's a good process and it's worth yeah. doing. But I mean, the, the stuff I've, I've got in my mind for, for next year, uh, one is get my black belt in uh, the rapid harness. Sure. Which is and that's that. going to be in the summer when you go to the Philippines? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to talk to Andy Jansen and sort of like, I think I owe him some money for flights and that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, yeah that that's happening. You know, get this radio show sort of as as, um, as big as we can get it. Right. Um, a friend of mine's like sort of working on a new cryptocurrency, which is sort of to aid the construction industry, and he's he's asked me to get involved in that, and that that's quite exciting. Nice. Um, some some property stuff. So it's a a friend and I we we we've refurbished or, or purchased um, some properties yeah. and we rent out. And we we want to keep kind of growing that stuff, and then probably the number one one because I'm I'm not getting any younger is is you know get a wife. <laughs> you should scratch that right now. Or three girlfriends. Yeah, that, to be fair, that's the least likely one to happen. Right. The quite, quite big. Right. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, you guys, what about you guys? beyond formalities like that, and that, that your love goes deeper, that you don't need, you don't need that legalization. That's that's antiquated, and you know it cheapens everything. That's yeah. good. Just go with that. It's cheaper. Okay. Cheaper. Well, let's just call it a girlfriend then. Okay. <laughs> let's just call it a girlfriend. All right. All right. You know, wait. I'm just realizing that, you know, Tom, you and I, we, we talked a bit about the ratio. But, Jim, you haven't said much. No. <laughs> yeah, you're quite quiet this week. Yeah, I've been so, accused of that over the last few weeks. I was, I was letting you roll. You guys need to talk. I can't you you know, hold yeah, the ship up for everyone. You know. Uh, well, <laughs> it, well, that, well, it's not exactly like we have buckets of water coming in. Now we're just uh, wait, Now we're just looking at the captain. The air is going by. There that's right. The, yeah. I'm just enjoying the view. Do, do you set goals, Jim? I mean, you you, you achieve a lot. That's for sure. I achieve twice. Set yeah. goals. Uh, yeah. I used to write all that shit down, and and make a big list. And it was very in depth. And I would plan to do the whole thing. And, uh, and just like my preparation for the show, I never look at them again. <laughs> so I'd write, See, the, I'd write them down that's, and forget them. That's where you'd benefit from this post-it note thing, because the idea is not to have too many. Right. So, that, no, I do. In my, in my mind, it was interesting. I had this conversation. It's funny that you bring this up the other, <clears throat> the other day <clears throat> about uh, – uh, you know, going to work out. And we mentioned it with Jason last week. Like when I go to the gym, do I have a goal of what I want to do? And the answer is no. I know that's a small thing, but this 
goes to the rest of my life for how I live it now and how I find what works for me. And yeah. uh, so I go to the gym. I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something. I might kill it. I might lift weights. I might just box. I might spar. I might do a ridiculous amount of rounds. I might do a ton of burpees. I might run back and forth. I don't know. Uh, but I know at the end of the day, I'll get something done. More than usual, that's just how I go. I just plow forward and go. Uh, there is purpose behind it. I don't have to think about it so much. It just seems to appear for me just like when I teach or do the radio show. It's either there or, or it's not. And so far, it's been there. So I was never that great of organizing things in that aspect. In the past, <clears throat> pardon me, I write, I write down what my workouts were, what my diet was going to be. And it turned out to be a colossal waste of my time. Because I would just not do it. I often exceed and do better on my own. This is what works for me, not for everyone else. I hear what mm. they say, you know. The, and But for me, I just don't like doing it. I like just shooting from the hip, so to speak. And that's where I find my success, whether I'm teaching a seminar, doing the radio show, working out or whatever. Don't get me wrong. There's a plan in my brain. In my little brain, there is a plan. But yeah. I, I, it's not so strict that I can't just go and make it happen. So that's probably not so, what you wanted to hear about so does that mean you're not going to set like make set a New Year's resolution? Never. Or if, if no. you were pushed to do one, what would it be? There's not. Well, see, the problem with uh, uh, picking that date, whatever that date is, January first, right? Is why yeah. am I waiting till January first? Why don't I start today in December twenty first seventh? Why do I have to yeah. wait these magical three days to make that shit happen? It's really about a decision that happens in the second. For it took me a lot of years of my life to. Oh, well, when I'm ready, I'll tell you, people come to the gym and they go, well, when I lose weight, when I get in shape, I'll come, I'll join. Nah, look, dude, that day is never going to happen. The time to do yeah. it is right now. Now, um, yeah. There's a woman I, I became, I learned about her name, Mel Robbins, and she wrote a book called The Five Second Rule. And she counts down five, four, three, two, one, and just make that decision. That She has all the science behind it. Essentially what she's saying is if it takes you longer than five seconds to make that decision, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and making it much simpler, yeah. is that you will talk yourself out of that decision. Like you're either going to – what? I'm quite glad you said that because I was looking at reading her book, The Five Second Rule, right. but I, know I don't have to read it because I <laughs> yeah. summed it up. It, well, that's essentially <laughs> what it is. It's not, you know, but um, – yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it, it's the science or so to speak, the thought process of how to go out and make a decision. Many things I've done, it was always holding back and not making that decision when I originally left the corporate world to make this happen. I just had to make that decision. I did it when I released my old property to uh, move to the big 10,000 square foot facility. There was a lot of hurdles, a lot of things in my way, but I had to just go it. Sometimes you just need to attack. You need to go forward nonstop and take no prisoners. And that's how I... It now, how I approach life. Because for years and years, I didn't. I would let things get in my way, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> and I wish I would have had this mindset when I was 20 years old. Interestingly enough, yeah. I knew about this. When I was like 18 or 19 or 20, I started reading all these self-help books and all these stuff from Tony Robbins to Wayne Dyer to Deepak Chopra to Brian Tracy. You name it, uh, Zig Ziglar. I've read every single one of their books. And here's the thing. I did nothing about it. I knew a ton of shit, but did nothing about it. So now I might not know a whole lot of shit, but I do a lot. <laughs> I just go <laughs> and I do right on the side. I just go ahead and do it. I'll figure out how to make it work. You know, yeah. I uh, I was hiring these web guys to do my website. Every one of these motherfuckers promises you the world over promises is under under delivers. You know, what I did. Yeah. I said shit. I'll teach myself how to build a website, how to do the HTML, do all that stuff. I figured it out. This is coming from a guy who was. Um, it, uh, 
what do you call them? Back in the day, they called them retard classes. You don't call them that anymore. But learning disabled and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I was in the retard class right. for French and maths. and I was in it for woodshop. And uh, <laughs> so, I, so I eventually taught myself how to do this stuff. I figured a way to make it work for me because no one else was going to do it for me. So, And then, you know. There were some other things in there, but that's kind of how I do it. So I don't, I'm not opposed to do, making goals. You want to have a goal, I'd like to lose 10 pounds or whatever, have, you know, but you just got to go out and do it. One of the things people do is they're always getting ready to get ready. You ever hear that expression? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, when yeah. I do this, when I get this, let me read about, I want to read this book first. And then after the football season's over, I'll do this. You know, the time is right now. Get down and do, do a push up. There, was pe- there were people who come to my gym and they'll say, can you write me a workout? Because outside of being here with you once a week, I want to do some other things. So when I say, okay, here's your workout. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I want you to do five burpees. I want you to do uh, 10 push-ups. I want you to do 15 mountain climbers. I want you to do 20 squats, and I want you to do 25 sit-ups. I want, that's all I want you to do, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three workouts. And they don't do it. Bingo. Yeah. So then the following week comes back, oh, hey, Tom, did you do your workout? Ah, uh, no. I said, well, I'm glad I didn't waste all my time writing this big workout. It was, yeah. it, right. So it's really the idea of just, yeah. you know, doing it, you know, uh, taking that five minutes, which all that workout would take you is five minutes to do it. But people don't do it. They can't wait. I don't have the time. You don't have to. How do you not have that time? Of course yeah. you have the time. It's just not a priority. There was um, a guy who made a speech, Eric Thomas, who's a um, – uh, he is a – a motivator, inner motivational, city speaker. motivational speaker. Thank you. From uh, Detroit, I believe he is from. Very, he's excellent. And uh, he's got a couple of books out, which I've read. And, uh, but he tells a story in one of his things. And, and I've heard a couple of people say it, but th- here's where I learned the story. And he says to this woman, it was about plastic, uh, procrastination and getting things done. He says to her, you know, if I gave you a million dollars tomorrow. What time could you be here tomorrow? Yeah. And you need, but I want to give you a million dollars tomorrow. Could you be here at 4 a.m.? Yep. She goes, I'll get there at 345. And he goes, well, there you go. He goes, you just proved there's no such thing as procrastination. It's about priorities in your life. Because if it was yeah. a priority of getting yeah. to work on time or getting here on time or doing this, that's all it is. So it, wasn't, it has nothing to do with the procrastination stuff. But anyway, wow. How the fuck did we go to that? No, that was great. That was great. <laughs> Well done, Tom. Well done. <laughs> the thing is, our listeners are, are getting started, started education for free, which should, I, I think they should they should cost like what's at least a hundred dollars. No, what you, what you're saying is insightful. It's um, you know, you could be one of those motivational speakers one day. Who's this? You. Oh, when and I grow, so, when so, I grow up. You know, so, I was so, saying our listeners are getting this for free. Yeah, and like, I mean, you, you know, they're, 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 this is priceless education. People spend hundreds of dollars for what you've just run through. Right. Exactly. You know, seminars. I've, and I've read all the books. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. single one. Yes, but you've, but you've, you've made them your own. And well, you're able to articulate that in right. an economical way that's also right. very right. clear. Right. You know? Yeah. And I, but, it, you know, it, it did, like, with the goal, it does just boil down. Do a few simple things and those simple decisions, and and at the end of the day, the problem is is getting to that part where you can make that decision and make that thing happen. And often that's yeah. that's only in our own brain. I've used this term uh, with uh, people in the past: is that when you're in your own, when you are in your own head, you are behind enemy lines. So you're in your own thought processes and going, and you're talking to yourself about why things aren't going to work. I don't accept that for myself any longer, on any level. Um, I might fail, but I am going down swinging. 
you know, that's how I'm approaching life. Look, I'm at yeah. half. I'm at halftime now. <laughs> you know, the game. <laughs> so there is no time for me to fuck around. You know, that's how I'm approaching it. You know, which is very powerful on many things. I I um, I heard Wayne Dyer say once, I'm uh, I am free of the good opinion of other people. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I don't give a fuck what you have to say about me. It doesn't determine me. It doesn't make my future. It doesn't identify me. It has nothing to do with me. I'm free of it. You're free. I don't get mad about what you think of me. I just simply don't give a fuck. And, but it took a while to not give a fuck, you know. It took a long time. I was actually, I was, ironically, I picked up a book on Buddhism this weekend, and I was reading the book on Buddhism. And uh, it was Yeah, and, that Zen score up. The, the, the Zen, I, I know, I know. The, or the, down, so to speak. Right, you know, and, and um, right. But so, and it, a lot of what I've been sort of practicing alone is very Buddhist-like. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. a Buddhist uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of the... Uh, practices and stuff and i was like wow it's kind of fascinating then i went on watched a bunch of stuff on it and i just thought it rather enlightening for myself that about not being attached how i approach martial arts by the way is not being attached being open to everything and attached to nothing it allows me to excel at a greater rate see what what connects us versus what what well, we do this in kung fu and we do this in you know win chun who cares i want to see why it works and so that's how i approach it. it just makes things a lot easier for me uh, but and with that being said, you st- can still struggle with that. What people can say and do to you or can still piss you off and you want to crush <laughs> them like a grape. But, but, uh, but I'm working on I'm working. That's why I'm only almost Zen. I'm not quite Zen. You know? Okay. So uh, moving on, Alana, we've heard quite a monologue there from, from Mr. McCann. Well, you told me, well, you, you, will I you be setting listening. any resolutions? Do you set goals? I know, I, was oh, just, I, know, I, know, I, I know you do because you, you seem very keen that, that, that Jim doesn't. I don't either because I, I make a resolution. And unlike, unlike Jim, I, I write, but I write like obsessively. I'll be in the car and I'm like, where is my car pen? And I have yeah. multiple notebooks. In fact, I'm sitting here with four of them right now. She is. Um, yeah. So. She's taking notes all show. I'm like, what, what yeah, is she so, taking sometimes notes? They're, like sometimes a reporter. It's like, sometimes, well, no, I'm not taking dictation. <laughs> sometimes, like, taking... you know, they're obliquely related to some other projects that I want to work on that, that something, somebody like, that you said perhaps just sparked in me. So, so you know, I, I write obsessively. And so um, I, I'm con- constantly kind of, Evaluating and reevaluating, like where I am. Like at the end of the day, I have to evaluate. Like I have a midday thing where I'm like, okay, so what's what's happened? And then like, do I need to course correct? Because okay, you know, all right. Name name me name me one thing you want to achieve this year. All right. So I don't do resolutions. I do them constantly because you know they're always one thing you want to achieve this year. Ah well, um, I want to find out how to make Jim less condescending. No, wait, wait, no, that was supposed to be my head. (laughs) Good luck. No, um, there's there's a book product project that I've been putting off. Um, just not because of not because of the uh, collaborator with the um, Miami artist about duality. By the way. And um, in, like intention versus accident, stuff like that, um, where we would collaborate. And I'm going to, we're going to start that back up again. So um, I've been, I've been the, the lodestone on that in a bad way. So that's, that's the thing. And I also want to get an S because I need an S emblem because my S emblem on my car is eroding. And that's very cool. worrisome to me. So those okay. two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The we'll hold you to and account and check that you've done that by the end of the year. Yes, yes, please. The book, the, the emblem thing, that, that could go on forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. How about right. you? Um, oh, no, I gave you my little list. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you know. But, but you have, be... like, but. 
let's let's go with the black belt just to yeah okay That's I, know, it. I know you the tree the tree list but okay fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> fine. swim the english channel right no okay. right. so here's what so look we did we even talk about kung fu today um martial arts what i want to do is i'd like to get andy watts back on the show in a couple of weeks yeah maybe two right. things here's what i would like to do a show on the year a quick like was next week did we book mike gillette for next week or is that the week after so mike gillette will be on the show on the 10th of january um and he talks a lot about sort of um yeah I know high mike performance in sports right. so mm-hmm. that's that'd be a great show and i'm trying to get tim tackett on but the rest of our diaries are free at the moment all right because i might bring in uh my co-promoter next week to talk about the fight temporarily like a little segment 15 minutes that's it's not sure. you know just to kind of promote who he knows and who might be at this this event but i'd like to kind of do a show in the, in the next week or two if we could uh if we could get andy in on it and if you want to bring in someone else i can bring in someone to, so we talk about the year in review for boxing mma combat sports just kind of review yeah. the year what 218 is going to bring so sure. unless you have, do you have someone for MMA that you want to bring in? I know Andy's the boxing guy. Doc I, d- I don't have an MMA expert. I mean, I, I've been reading up on everything or, I, or kind yeah. of compiling my notes on what happened this year, really. Mm-hmm. I, I think I could have an half, a half interesting conversation, that's for sure. But well, we if we need th- an expert, I think you'll find someone right, over there. I, better I got someone we can do. And then can, can you think Doc could make it next week? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, 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 I'll get get in touch. I think he's in Thailand at the moment or something like that. He's having a baby soon, so, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some of his stuff on, on, on yeah. Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know, so I've got... So, congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> so then the, the another part of the year review stuff, when we, we talk about all the things we've accomplished or that we want to accomplish, just like all these ridiculous shows on TV, <laughs> is that... What are you grateful for, Tom? Um, so, so I looked at your notes, and I, the two things I, I, I think that leap out at me. One was, um, uh, as you know, in May, I came and visited America. I, I stayed with my friend uh, Billy in New York, then yep. I came and visited you. Then I went over to, to California, yep. stayed with Dennis Blue, and then I, I joined Dieter, and we went to John Potenza's place, did some catch wrestling. Yeah. But um, I think that was a trip that, highlighted how lucky i am to have many friends you know a trip to the states costs a lot of money and i, I was able to sort of stay rent free uh at several people's houses and, and <laughs> i'd really say get, yeah <laughs> and get get treated like a king really you so did. um I, I'm, I'm very grateful for for uh the friends that i've got in my life and then um the other one i've, I've written down and my, my uncle passed away last week which makes oh, it slightly more poignant yeah. but um you know, the, the health of myself and loved ones, you know. Right, sure. Um, you know, my, 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 my parents aren't, aren't, aren't that young, but they're, they're both, they, they both always stayed in great shape and they, yeah. they, they, uh, they walk a lot and they eat healthily and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, and I've got no major ailments, always knocks and bruises, as you know. But, oh, yeah, uh, it comes with the nothing. territory. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? How about Alana? Uh, how Ooh, about Jim? What? How about Jim? How about me? You're, yes. you're passing the, the the football to me. Yeah. What am I grateful for? <laughs> well, I, there's so many things I can't I can't. Now, um, that's a good question. Probably uh, I'm an ungrateful motherfucker. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta you be grateful for that. Look, I, I am glad that uh, 
that I'm here and I'm able to do these wonderful things and meet all these wonderful people. I'm truly blessed. And sometimes we forget about this. I remember, look, a couple of years ago, I've done over 300 seminars in like 10 years, 12 years. I was really busy doing all over the place. I had to tone that back. But I remember what an arrogant asshole we can be is I forget where I am. I've been flying somewhere. And I, and, I, and I remember kind of complaining it to myself in my head briefly and going, can you believe this? This plane's going to be late. And I'm being flown to Italy on someone else's dime to hang out with all kinds of friends where they're going to, you know, there's like not even 1% of the world's population gets to do what I get to do. And I remember being yeah. ungrateful at that moment, having to step back, go, geez, sometimes you really got to, you got to check yourself at the door and be thankful for that. Look, you have your health, right? You have your family and your friends and people who care for you. And I, I have to mind, sit back mindfully sometimes think about that because it is very easy for me to step away from that and, and not be grateful. And, and, and if you start out your day being grateful and thankful for the things that you've been blessed with, the rest of the day is a piece of cake. But, uh, you know, but anyway, that's I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for Gene. Thanks for the show, my family and friends. And really a blessed guy and, and yeah. in many ways, you know. Uh, uh, and uh, despite the world's issues on, on our shoulders for whatever they might be for us individually, it certainly uh, can be all handled. You know, it's uh, how we approach life, you know, and it does start with being grateful. Wasn't that beautiful, yeah. Tom? I, 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 yeah, I 100% <laughs> agree. And they, they, they've, they say a lot, you know, when, when you feel, like, depressed and you feel about, like, you know, you, you, you feel down about what you haven't got, is to be the, the number one remedy for that is to remember what you have got. Um, I'll just throw out one other thing Um, there's a girl that I I used to work with and I I care about and she's had a rough time with um, in in, in a a kind of abusive relationship but um, uh, you know this time of year sometimes raises a lot of uh, uh, I guess people people can feel quite unhappy this time of year unfortunately but um, you know uh, my thoughts and everyone else's thoughts are kind of with these people and i think you know it's, it's, it's a good time for community to come together when even even like you know when when family and friends aren't aren't there for you or something like right. that you know there's always someone who, who who's there and cares for you and you know don't get depressed because your your christmas doesn't look like the McAllisters on uh, uh home alone you know right no i, I mean even they forgot their son right <laughs> <laughs> i i think actually um perspective is the thing i'm most grateful for and that that is in large part um thanks to to Jim and to Primal Jim, is the, the sense of perspective. And what I say is, what, what I mean by that is the question of what matters and what doesn't. And, you know, people get really caught up in, I don't know, did they get the right, um, did they get the right stuff at the grocery store? Did they forget about um, buying something? Did they, you know, all, all these, like, day-to-day things. And so, yeah. to me, the secret is what matters is not a lot. Like, like health. And I know people think that that's just kind of, you know, a generic yeah. thing. But no, no, once it's taken away, you know, it, it's gone. So, I mean, you know, a life. So basically life, and uh, that's about it. Also time, since time is a version of life. And so, yeah. you know, so that perspective, it kind of strips away at everything else and allows you to focus um, yeah. on what you love and the people you love. I, I hope yeah. for everyone in 2018 that they can do something meaningful and make the world a better place rather than focusing on having this and that, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. like right. getting a nicer watch or a faster car. Yeah. Well, I'd like both of those things. <laughs> 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 well, 
what it all boils down to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I want to do something meaningful to well, get Oh, them. yeah, good luck with that. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> sarcasm is anger's ugly friend. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, so, wow, what a heart-wrenching show. I hope we didn't scare everyone off, but... But that was <laughs> yeah. what I thought this was about martial arts. It's okay. You can punch me later. It's, thank yeah. you. I look forward to punching you. Um, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so next week, we're going to – who knows what we're going to have. We're going to probably do a year review on MMA and boxing. And I'm going to uh, bring in my co-promoter, uh, Ofa Donaldson, from NFF uh, Promotions and maybe someone from the WBF to talk about our promotion on January 20th of 2018 at Primal Gym. Um, March 17th and 18th. We cannot forget the Primal European Camp. I posted something about it today. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. You need to contact Dieter Casey of the European Primal. You can find him on Facebook. He's out there. Just Google up, Google him. You can co- contact me. You can even contact Tom in the UK. Um, I uh, So a lot of stuff coming up this year. I'm going to have nine events at the gym, and we'll, we'll be over or all over the place doing seminars. Um, you know, uh, I just want to thank anyone who's – Everyone who has listened to the show, and hopefully you continue to support it. Please, when you're listening to the show, though, you got to like it, you got to share it, because um, in our world of self-absorption, this all matters. <laughs> you know, I could give a shit, but you have to hit that stupid little thumbs up because it seems to matter to some dipshit somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that does matter. But guys, I want to thank you very much for for being a part of the show, and it, it's great and. Uh, we will uh, oh, be back, hopefully, God willing, in 2018, which is next week, I guess. Because you have plans for New Year, Tom. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we've kind of booked a table at a pub. It's about, about 10 of us going That's down. It's called the bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have your name on it like a plaque? Tom McGrath, yeah. No, not around my way. It's not nice enough. For it's that. not nice enough. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day they will. One, one day. day. Tom McGrath yeah. here. Well, I have you guys, me- what, what are you doing for New Year's? I'm doing not a thing. Training? Uh, I, I tra- every day I train, yeah. At, yeah. at some In some fashion. But anyway, hey, guys, thank you so much. You're listening to Primal Radio. You can hear us Saturday nights, 9 p.m. UK, 9 p.m. New York time. And you can also hear us on... Spreaker Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes shortly, Sonos, YouTube, SoundCloud, Amazon Alexa. Great show, guys. Great 2017. Everyone have a safe and happy new year. Peace out. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.